another episode of That's What They Said, the podcast brought to you exclusively by Binary Fountain on all things transparency and reputation management. To learn more about Binary Fountain and everything that they have to offer, visit them online at binaryfountain.com. I am one of your co-hosts, Reed Smith. You'll hear from uh, my partner in crime, Chris Boyer, here shortly. Wanted to quickly give you a little bit of background on what this episode is going to be about. And so we're lucky enough to be joined by Blake Long from Unity Point and Grace Jones from Dayton Children's. And over the next few minutes, you're going to hear Chris visit and actually interview them around a, uh, a number of different topics, primarily focused on the digital front door. So we'll discuss the concept of the digital front door. We'll look at Unity Point's approach to that and hear a little bit from Blake. Talk a little bit about SEO, ratings and reviews, paid search even, and hear a little bit from Grace around the Dayton Children's use case there. Talk about something that, that I'm not as familiar with and so looking forward to hearing more about, which is micro moments. We're hearing a lot of uh, kind of really interesting content, interesting topics and segments coming up. And then even some takeaways for uh, creating your own digital front door. Without further ado, let's jump in. Chris is going to talk to both Blake and Grace and Aaron Clifford from Binary Fountain. Thanks for joining us. Uh, remember, if you'd like to learn more about Binary Fountain, you can visit them online at binaryfountain.com. Thank you, everyone, for being here today. Why don't we first start with some introductions? And we'll turn first to you, Grace uh, you are the consumer brand manager of Dayton Children's. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I've been at Dayton Children's for a little over seven years in consumer marketing roles and really focus on marketing to moms. We are a children's hospital, so that is our primary audience is you know moms of all ages and making sure that they're getting their kids the best care possible. We are located in Dayton, Ohio. We have about 178 beds hospital, and we're doing some really awesome things. Awesome. Okay. Um, Blake, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Blake Long, and I'm the Director of Marketing Technology for Unity Point Health, a Midwestern health system. We have locations in Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin. We are really focused on digital front door right now and really kind of assessing um, what we need to do to build an infrastructure that will really support what consumers are asking us for. Well, we're looking forward to getting into that today. But last, um, let's have Aaron introduce himself. Aaron? Aaron Clifford. I'm with Binary Fountain. I serve as the Senior Vice President of Marketing Binary. Prior to working for Binary Fountain, I was with HCA here in Nashville for nearly 15 years. With the advent of all of the review sites and our physicians being reviewed in clinics and hospitals being reviewed, there was a need for a reputation management program. So I worked with the team there and ultimately that's how I was introduced to Binary Fountain and decided that I liked them so much I'd join them. When you say the term digital front door, that means a lot of things to a lot of people. When we talk about the digital front door at Unity Point Health, we really end up talking about search engines a lot. You know, I think a lot of times we think, you know, we're going to build the digital front door for the consumer. It's going to be our website and it's going to involve all these things. And of course, it is going to involve a lot of those things. But as we know, most of the time when consumers are looking for information on their health or on their uh, finding a doctor, they're going to start 
with Google. And so a lot of the work that we focused on has been making sure that we show up in a way that's going to meet consumers' needs in those search engines. And that then when they click through, that they're going to find um, even more relevant information and ways to interact with us that will help them along their journey and also help us connect them to uh, points of access that we like to look at when we think about marketing to mom specifically is these things called micro moments. Um, so we did some focus groups recently with local moms and just kind of talked through the journey. And if you think about your own experience in healthcare, whether it's for you personally or for a family member or for a kid, it's not just one big thing that happens that affects your experience. It's a lot of little small things that impact your experience. And so we like to call those these micro moments along that continuum from that discovery stage all the way up to, okay, I've actually had, had my experience. And then even afterwards, when it comes to, you know, paying your bill. And so I think that's really important because sometimes we think, oh, it's just about, okay, the person's coming in for surgery. It's only about what happens when they're there for surgery. Well, really, you know, it probably started way farther back than that. And, um, you know, digitally, maybe they were looking up, you know, does my kid need surgery or does, um, who, who in the Dayton does this surgery? Who are these doctors? Where's the best place to go for this? What does this mean? You're doing all this research and then, you might be making an appointment and then you're seeing a specialist and then you're scheduling and then you're going for the appointment and you're waiting for the surgery to be over. And then you're maybe staying inpatient and maybe doing a follow-up appointment and then you're paying your bill. And so it's all these little things along the way that make up our healthcare journey. For us, when we talk about digital front door, it isn't just one thing. It is a bunch of different things. So it's our, it's our website. Um, certainly we launched, um, a new website last year. And it was interesting timing because we actually launched our new website about a month before, or a month or two before we opened a brand new patient tower. So we were literally opening a new front door of our hospital at the same time that we were launching this kind of digital front door. So it led to interesting conversations internally about the importance of the website around that. But then other things like social media, um, how we're using a patient portal like MyChart, if we're te that we're texting patients, um, that we have check-in options for our urgent care, um, that, you know, how are we showing up on Google listings? What are our star ratings? Um, implementing those on our, on our website for our doctors and making sure that people aren't, you know, that they have access to read patient comments. Um, what are our doctor's digital footprint? So it's a lot of different things. It's not just one thing that make that up. And so when we're looking at our strategy, we're kind of taking that as a whole and trying to figure out, okay, how do we implement all these things and have a good strategy around that? So when people are researching us, they're finding what they need. In a hospital system, they have many access points. So they'd have many front doors into their organization. And, uh, and I, that's sort of how I view the digital front door is the digital access point into the organization for it's that online introduction to get you in the door offline, so to speak. But then of course, with telemedicine, it can all be online now as well. But there are, you know, an aspect of having all of these online, you have multiple front doors. You may have heard, I think it was Jay Bear who said a lot of 
digital organizations have built houses on rented land. And that's very true in terms of if you built all of your digital strategy on one particular platform like Facebook or on Google, and this is all we're going to do, and you ignored your own website, that's going to cause you some problems, especially as Google changes its algorithm and they want your domain to be the domain authority for your business. However, there are all of these other um, houses, quote unquote, that you have on these review sites that you have to own and make sure that that front door leads them to your organization uh, appropriately. And what I found working from on the hospital side and clinic side is oftentimes they'd be knocking on the front door and somebody else would answer that wasn't in your organization. Be, be that by the wrong address or sending patients potentially to empty fields <laughs> with uh, because you know, they, they looked you up on Google and they clicked on the address and they ended up in an empty field because that address wasn't wrong. So there's that need to own your presence and, you know, really understand where all of those front doors are out there, even though it may be houses on rented land, uh, but then to definitely be investing in your own property and your own website uh, and making sure that it is appropriate. When you started to plan out your digital front door approach, right, your strategy, how did you plan this out? You know, oftentimes, depending on the level of uh, care that the patient needs, uh, they've started their journey off, often with symptoms, right? I'm, I have some sort of pain somewhere. And Google, I think, estimates that there are 16 queries uh, before a patient decides to book an appointment or call and make an appointment. And so knowing that a lot of the research is going to happen uh, that the patient's going to have before they hit the clinic website and the you know, hospital website, it's always wise to understand what content your potential patient is looking for and have that a part of your content strategy. But they're often going to be looking for you know, a location near them or you know, the top rated physicians in a particular area, in a particular specialty. And so you want to make sure that you definitely are doing well on branded search terms. And I would often remind our clinics that your physician, Dr. Chris Jones, that is a brand name. Even though Dr. Chris Jones may be practicing at Montana Cardiology Group, Montana Cardiology Group is a branded name and branded term that you need to be aware of and make sure that you're ranking for in case somebody Googles that. But you also need to pay attention to your branded terms. And each physician name is a branded term. That's stuff you own, and it's a very low-hanging fruit. And then start to worry about maybe cardiology doctors in Nashville, you know, some of those larger, uh, more broad search terms. And then if you got that nailed down and you're ranking for best cardiology doctor in, you know, name whatever city, then you might start looking at some of those symptom content type things, but it's going to be really hard to rank against, you know, WebMD and some of the other research sites. So I don't want the marketer and the digital teams to get discouraged and just right out of the gate start, oh, we're going to displace WebMD. You know, that's, that's too much. Own your brand and understand all the different brand elements and ring for those because you probably have a better chance of 
ranking higher for those. A really important thing for healthcare marketers to do is to be really familiar with what their access points are. And so when I talk about access points, what I mean is you need to know which doctors can get people in and which doctors can't. (laughs) You can't really take a blanket approach to, I just want to promote primary care, or I just want to promote cardiology. You've got to know which clinics and which providers are going to be able to get to consumers in a reasonable amount of time. Because what we have found in the past is that if you don't do that, you're not going to have as much success in connecting consumers with your health system because there are a lot of options these days. There are competing options. There are new retail clinics. And when you're in a larger health system and you do have a lot of locations across a lot of communities, people are going to expect you to be able to tell them where they can access care most conveniently. So for us, it was really about getting familiar with our own business and figuring out ways to get data that would show us where those access points are. So that was the first thing. We had to get to know ourselves a little bit. And then the second thing we had to think about was, okay, when consumers are searching for, let's say, a new primary care physician, what information is relevant to them when they're starting with Google? And so for us, one of the most important things was ratings and reviews. We know that nobody, you know, buys a new mop or something on Amazon without looking at what other people are saying about it. We know people are expecting us to provide ratings and reviews on our providers, which is what we're trying to connect consumers to. And that's where Binary Fountain helped us um, in deploying those ratings and reviews. And what we really like about it is that Binary Fountain helps us, A, get those providers to the top of a search results page, and that they also, through the use of rich data, get those ratings and reviews to show up right on the Google page. Um, We know consumers don't like to click through to a lot of pages, and we think that a really important component of our digital front door is, is this ratings and review work that we have done with Binary Fountain. Was that hard to kind of bring forward this concept of a digital front door? We're really lucky at Dayton Children's. We have an awesome senior leadership Um, that really supports what we're doing digitally and uh, sees the importance of it. And so I think, you know, when we went to them, specifically with the website, uh, we actually engaged our CEO and our patient experience vice president and our chief medical officer in that process of even picking a vendor and understanding the importance of this. And, you know, there was some education in that, you know, picking that vendor process with them and they really saw the value of that. You know, when we launched the website, specifically internally, um, really the message to employees as well was we kind of made that parallel between, between the two and hoping people, you know, kind of understand that. At least from top down, we definitely have good understanding from an organization standpoint around that. And I think, you know, we see that from our physicians as well. You know, they're often saying, oh, we need to do this on the website, we need to do that. Um, so they know it's out there and, are, and know that it's important. Well before we launched um, our current website, we signed on with Binary Fountain and we just saw the benefit of having our star ratings for our doctors on our website because the hard thing is all of our doctors have these profiles out there on health grades or vitals or, you know, rate MD or, you know, you name it. But they only have maybe one, two, three, you know, reviews. And unfortunately, the nature of reviews, if you think about, you know, when have you gone and reviewed something, it's either because something was really, really terrible, or maybe because you were just blown away and you felt the need to go out there. But 
more often than not, people are going out and reviewing because something's really bad. So unfortunately, I think we see in healthcare that on some of these sites that you only have maybe one or two reviews and it might just be somebody who had a bad experience. And so we wanted to look at, well, how can we bring, we know that people are actually having really good experiences because we have patient experience data. And so how can we bring that out for people? And so we wanted to put that on our website and be transparent. So we implemented the star ratings and the comments for our employed physicians. And we launched that before we were going to launch our new website. We did it on our old site um, because we decided that it was really important to not wait. And we, we also saw it as kind of a, a test a little bit. We knew it was going to take some time for people to get used to it internally. And so by doing it on our old website, it allowed us to kind of get our feet wet in that area um, before we launched this new site that we were, you know, driving people to even more. We have a product called Binary Stars that is a transparency tool that ultimately uh, enables the health systems to bring in patient satisfaction scores how actual verified patients have scored their providers and published those star ratings uh, and reviews to the physician directory. And we have seen uh, health systems do extremely well uh, in ranking better for branded terms, not only just for the physician name, but also for those specialty terms as well, cardiology, orthopedists in those particular cities. So we're seeing a, even a higher conversion rate. And I think Google's helping a lot with that, right? Because Google's wanting to provide the users who use their system with relevant and verified information. And so many of what's getting published through the patient sat scores are, this isn't anonymous. This is like real patients who, seen, who were seen by the doctor or who had an experience at the health system who are providing feedback. Of course, we eventually want to get them to our website to convert. So we eventually want to get them to fill out an online appointment request, for example. But the first thing we want them to do is see that there is a really good provider who a lot of people like, who are close to them, and then from there make the next step. Because we think that if we just say, we're a health system and we have primary care, please pick us, <laughs> that we're not going to have a real strong value prop, right? What we want to do is show that we're easier and more personal. And this is one of the ways that we do that. Putting those ratings and reviews on our individual physician profile pages, that is what powers what consumers are experiencing on Google. So on Google, they're going to see the star rating come through, the number of reviews, and then they're going to click through to have that more enriched experience on the profile page. And that's where they're going to read through at least a couple dozen reviews, um, before they make that selection. And that's where they're going to convert. So that's where they're going to fill out an online appointment request form. Or if they're looking for more immediate care, that's where they're going to reserve their spot for urgent care. It's certainly connected and it doesn't at all mean that we're ignoring the website, but the two things work hand in hand from our perspective. What else have you done to make it easier for consumers to connect with your providers? Well, a couple things that we've done. Um, one is through paid search. So a lot of times when we see um, paid search campaigns, we see people 
sending consumers to kind of a generic landing page. And so one thing that we were doing that we've changed is that in our paid search campaigns, we were sending people to essentially another search page. It was just on our website. So they would land there, they'd type in their zip code, and they would find a provider near them. Well, you know, our theory kind of in this process was that consumers already did that search <laughs> in Google. They don't want to go to our page and do another search, right? Um, so we were looking for ways to make that simpler. And so we did a couple things. First is we put together landing pages that pulled in just the providers who had access, their star rating, um, an easy click to call functionality, so that if I'm in whatever zip code and I search provider near me, I'm not going to have to go to unitypoint.org and put in my zip code again. I'm just going to land on a landing page that has relevant results. Then the other thing we're doing is using things like ad extensions, site extensions, call extensions to serve up links or, or call extensions that direct are direct to a specific clinic that we know has access. Um, so it depends on what the consumer is searching. Are they using a broad term? Are they using a really specific term? But anytime we can serve them up that really specific result, we're doing that. The other thing that was really important to us was just that local SEO factor. So when you are part of a large health system and you have hundreds of locations and thousands of providers, it's really hard to get your hands around all that data. <laughs> and so we've had to work with a couple of partners to get us into good shape in that area. You know, forget about consumers who are looking for a new provider. What if you just don't remember your provider's office number? Um, chances are you're going to start with Google then too, <laughs> you know, um, and we want to make sure that you're getting accurate information from a search engine when you're looking for one of our locations or providers. What we're taking on right now is trying to update all of our local listings. So with around, um, you know, out there in Google and other search engines for our physicians specifically and locations, which, I mean, those are, you know, we've had those updated. Um, of course, as anyone in marketing knows that, you know, location page in Google can just appear out of nowhere. It feels like sometimes and you're like, where did this come from? I thought I had this under control, but, uh, but the physician ones are a little bit crazier because, you know, they all have these listings out there and they're not, necessarily right. I mean, you know, we have docs that have been with us for five years and it's, you know, if you Google them, that box on the right on Google is going to come up and say that they're at the hospitals they were at before they were with us. Uh, and so that's, you know, we don't want that. We're going to make sure that we are getting all those updated. And then moving forward, uh, we've created um, an onboarding guide for our physicians. So when we are onboarding a new physician, we then are giving them this um, packet that we've created essentially. And it has a bunch of different things related to how they'll work with marketing, but a big piece of it is about their digital footprint. So we actually list out for them, okay, we because there's certain sites that we need them to go to and update that we cannot do ourselves. It lists out, okay, we want you to go to all these different sites, make sure you update um, even things like their Facebook profile, you know, I mean, if they have Facebook, please go and update it and say, you now work at Dayton Children's, you know, a consumer may not be finding that, but we want other people to know, you know, we want their circle to know that they work at Dayton Children's. So, uh, but then, you know, other sites, um, things like Doximity 
um, health grades. So we have a whole list of these in this kind of packet. And then a member of our team walks through that with them, is able to help them update those if needed. And we're really trying to get in front of it when we're onboarding a new physician as opposed to waiting. So it's kind of a dual thing. We're trying to get everyone updated that has been with us for a long time and then getting in front of it as we onboard people. We're also enabling health systems to look at how is the perception of their health system or their providers on all of the review sites? What is the perception and what are the insights that are being shared there? Because oftentimes you're, you get one perspective and you get a very in-depth perspective from the patient satisfaction surveys, but we're finding just in our research and the we've now analyzed over 15 million patient comments online. Um, we're looking at, you know, how are some of the issues and things that are important to patients and how they're sharing that online and how health systems can improve their care. So we've seen that with our binary health analytics tool, it enables health systems to understand the voice of the customer uh, in a way that uh, they may not have been able to, or it was very manual in the past. So they're able to bring in the reviews, go and look at where there's opportunities to improve, uh, be it things from you know, bedside manner, communication, could be the front desk, it could be billing, of course, and parking, those elements, uh, and make improvements to ultimately, you know, and you'll see over time that health systems, they see that their reviews are getting better. They're increasing the number and also the rating as well. It sounds like it extends well past your own sphere of influence in terms of digital marketing. And you're now working with uh, backend, maybe even operations, understanding access and those sorts of things. Partnering with operations has been probably like the theme of Unity Point Health Marketing for the past year, I would say. You know, it might sound strange, but it really makes so much sense because it's impossible to launch a lot of new or develop new digital tools without having operational processes in place. And so for us, what it took was a couple of things. One was showing operations that marketing is able to drive results and prove those results in a way that's different than the past. So I think what you'll find is a lot of people who are not in marketing, they think of the traditional mediums when they think of marketing. They think of billboards, they think of print ads, they think about radio. They don't necessarily know what the power of digital is, and they don't necessarily know that by partnering with you, they're going to be able to see that in January, 32 people called my clinic and 20 of them were new patients, right? So we had to do a lot of talking with operations to just tell them what's possible. And what we found is that as we had those conversations with them, and as we began bringing them those results, they became more interested in partnering with us on things. And so one of those things is the data that I mentioned around providers and locations. Of course, we have a ton of providers and locations and managing that data is a real beast. And nobody knows that data as well as the individual clinic administrator, right? So you know your clinic's address, you know um, your doctors, you know what their education was, you know the phone numbers. And so what we've had to do is make sure that we have pipelines to all of those people in place so that we can get um, kind of data managed and verified in a more usable way. Our chief medical officer was on board with this from day one, did not need convincing. Our patient experience VP did not need convincing. 
And so that was really helpful that we had them immediately on board and support us. And they're really the ones that then work, you know, closely with with the doctors and with their teams on, you know, what what themes are we seeing? What trends are we seeing? What can we be doing to, to make changes? So the physician who has only a few reviews online and the consumer is making a decision based on what they're reading online, that physician wants a way to have more of her patients share their experience. So we've had a tool we launched earlier this year called mobile testimonials, where clinics are able to send a link out to their patients and say, hey, just please share with us your experience online. And it might be to Google, or it might be to another uh, review platform that the physician would like for their patients to share about them. But that's really helping clinics uh, increase the number of reviews and get a better sampling so people who are making a decision can make the best decision. And you don't want to get in, in the way of your patient satisfaction, you know, what CMS calls for and meeting those numbers. So we work with, you know, a number of different vendors to make sure that everything is on the up and up. And then uh, that health systems are really able to execute in on this particular initiative to increase the reviews in the right way. You know, I get the question, well, how did you start, you know, with all this, you, you know, pick, pick one or two things. I mean, you know, we kind of, this has been a process over, you know, years um, and we will continue, we'll continue to evolve and grow and you can't, you can't do it all at once. You know, pick one or two things to start with and move yourself along that path and decide, you know, what's, what's really important for you. And I think once you can get buy-in from leadership on one thing, it's going to be a lot easier to continue to get buy-in on the other things as you move along and make it all part of that strategy. Tell people if they want to see what your digital front door looks like, should they go to your website? And if so, what's that website look like? It's just go to unitypoint.org and search for some providers in our provider directory. We have various regions and the region that has the most ratings and reviews is Peoria, Illinois. So that would be a really good place to start. What we really want is for... It's, I think it's harder to get that Google experience unless you are somebody who is in one of our markets who, who needs something. It's kind of designed that way. In order to get an overview, checking out those phys physician profiles would make a ton of sense. You can just go to childrensdayton.org and then if we have a find a doctor tool on our homepage or there's like a popular links uh, button on every page. And that can take you to the Find a Doctor tool as well. And if you go there, you'll see as soon as you get to our Find a Doctor page, um, we actually have the doctors show up in order of their star rating. So those who are have five stars, they're going to show up first. And then you can filter because obviously people aren't just coming there saying, I just want whatever five-star doctor I can get. You're coming to find a you know gastroenterologist or an ENT doctor or whatever. So you, you want to filter. But... Just for the sake of, you know, even just mind share of, hey, we have really great doctors. We have all those. So you'll be able to see those star ratings right away when you come to our Find a Doctor tool. And then if you click into them, you'll be able to see uh, where the reviews show up as well. Well, you're welcome to come in through our front door on binaryfountain.com. Of course, you can find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Uh, but those are the houses on rented land. But we keep up with those. <laughs> but uh, binaryfountain.com. We're doing about uh, nine to 12 webinars a year, 
and um, we're putting them out about uh, 10 in-depth ebooks a year. So stay tuned. There's some great content and we work with a lot of amazing customers who are doing some great work. Thanks so much. Appreciate uh, you providing some great experience and ideas and all the information you shared. No problem. Happy to do it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And that is another wonderful episode of That's What They Said, brought to you exclusively by Binary Fountain. Learn a little bit more about them online at binaryfountain.com. Be sure to check out all the resources, ebooks, white papers, things like that, upcoming webinars, all featured there on the website. So for my co-host, Chris Boyer, I am Reed Smith, and we'll see you next time. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.